episode 347 of No Laugh Track Podcast. I am here uh, at Acme Comedy Company. Why? Because uh, it's it's their podcast. I'm Justin Severson, the lucky guy who gets to host. And I am here with a first-time guest. I said it last week. We're on a nice streak here. First-time uh, guests on the podcast. First-time headliners at Acme. I'm very excited to get to know Adrian Apolucci a little bit better today. Oh, yes. Thanks for having me. For sure. Do I have to talk closer to this, or I, is it picking it up? Uh, well, we can. Uh, Brandon's listening right now and giving okay. you a thumbs up. All right. All right, cool. Good. We're good to go. Uh, how are you today on a Thursday afternoon in August in Minneapolis? How uh, are you? Pretty good. Yeah. The weather's really nice here right now. I know everyone's saying it's freezing in the winter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're, you've lucked out. And actually, today's not uh, sweltering, melt your body to a puddle. Heat, yeah, it's so. like in the 70s, I think, which is like perfect. Yeah, we're doing well. What uh, I you don't know this, I don't think I was at the show last night. Oh, no. So, OK. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. Cool. Among many other things. Nice. In your career and whatnot and what you're doing, what you've been doing. Uh, but I st- want to start with, do you have any history whatsoever at Acme, Minneapolis, Minnesota? History in terms of what? Being here. No, been to this Acme? is my first time. First here. time. Yeah. OK. How about Minneapolis. Have you been to Minneapolis? Before oh no, this, this week? is my first time in Minnesota. It is. Yes. Okay. Never been here before. Okay. How close had you been before? The Western New York? Maybe Ohio? <laughs> Ohio? I don't know how far that is from here. <laughs> not, not very. Oh, yeah, that's probably the closest I've been. Ohio. Okay. Why? I'm just curious. Oh, okay. I feel like you're getting ready to school me on something. Oh yeah. What you know what you don't know? No, what no, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. No, there's nothing to that whatsoever. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never been here before. It's nice. I like it. Yeah. Any expectations? What did you know about Minnesota? Like, what if uh, if a week ago I'd have been like Minneapolis? What do you know about Minneapolis? Um, I guess the only thing. No I wrong get... answers, by the way. No, 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 I no, no. promise I you, I'm not setting you up for anything no, 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 no. to embarrass I you think whatsoever. The only thing I really know is my boyfriend is a big Eagles fan, and I know that the Viking Eagles history. I know that. So that's what I know. Wow. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. So that's what I basically know about Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. You're not wrong about that. Yeah. That the, uh, apparently Vikings fans were not treated well during a playoff game. True. But did you know what the Viking fans did in Philly? (laughs) Tell me. Okay. So they went to, I guess, where the Rocky steps are. Oh, yes. And then they dressed up, I guess, the statue like a Viking yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you got to expect that's going to come back. Like, look, as a New Yorker, I've lived in New York my whole life. We know not to go down to Philly. Okay. And to their stadium and do that. Do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I think that you guys are probably nicer here and thought that was going to be met with, like, open arms. But they were like, no thanks. I got you. So, like, when a Viking's, like, uh, when a... When they go to Wisconsin and troll Packer fans, probably not going to get the same reaction. Probably not. No. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, even before I dated him, I knew, like, Philly fans are nuts. Right. Do you know what I mean? So, like, that's why I it was surprising to see it because I watched a couple of things. I watched uh, the news thing where the two women were, like, talking about it from here. And yes. and then I've also watched, you know, the they, but this is the thing. They don't show them going to the Rocky Steps and, like kind of chanting i never saw that i did see the rock i saw the horns the helga horns or whatever they put on the statue i did see that right but when they played that thing on tv they didn't 
they whatever clip I saw when they did it, they did not put that part first. So it just looks like Philly fans are going nuts yeah. and being jerks. And then you see that and you're like, well, that's kind of deserved. Mm-hmm. I do remember, you know, from when I was young, I remember the, one of the first things hearing about Philly and uh, football was that they were that was the stadium that had a jail inside does it see i don't know that much about football and i don't know if it still does but at one point i think they've changed stadiums since then and maybe didn't maybe put a new one i have I'm no not sure. idea but at one point for arrest you know for bad behavior during games you were going to jail yes without leaving the building that is hilarious yeah, uh-huh. i do wonder if that's true or not at one point i i would i'm 99.9 percent sure that, that that existed yeah yeah, You'll I don't have to know. ask your boyfriend. Anyway. I'll have I could ask him. I could text him. Any first hand first hand experience. Um <laughs> <laughs> depending on a whole old I could ask him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can send him one right now. Yeah, you should. We'll see if he will be, will he be available to reply soon? Yeah, if I text him, oh, sure. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Um Okay, so we've covered that. So this is uh, you, that's what you know about Minneapolis is, is uh, Vikings fans re- and also uh, <laughs> it's pretty liberal here. I know that too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, that's what I kind of knew coming in here. Yeah. And, okay. So then you say that, and then how? So I saw your act last night. Mm-hmm. So then knowing, like, oh, that's probably you know, it's a liberal state. I'm coming and bringing my act to a liberal state. Right. What What are your thoughts coming in? Like, this is going to work, or I'm going to get some. Um, I mean, look, if I go to the left or right, there are going to be people who love people who love it and people who don't. And yeah. I just kind of just have to be who I am. You know, like I thought the show last night was great. Yeah. You know, and there were some older people there and uh, they seem to have fun. Yeah. You know, like I also think that, you know, I guess people don't really know if they're just listening to this. Like I am an edgier comic and, um, you know, I'm not doing it to piss people off. It's just the way my mind works, you know. So I also feel like comedy is not a safe space. You know, with everything that's so politically correct now, it's like this is not the place that should happen at. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just feel like that, like, it dilutes comedy if that's what we're going to do. Like, you know, police everybody and what they're doing. And you can't say this and you can't say that. And it's like, well, that's not supposed to be here. That doesn't exist here. In comedy, it shouldn't anyway. The uh, you the crowd last night was a very full house. It was insider night. Yeah, somebody told me that. He also uh, so he wrote me back. He said that that was the old one. I was okay, so I was yeah, right. Yeah, you were right. One. Okay, there you go. Um, did you get a look at the crowd before they came in last night before um, you went on stage? Did you see the crowd at all? I looked. I saw some of them. Yeah. Um, some of them were like you know senior citizens, and you know they came to the show and. I'm just going to still do what I do, you know, like, I'm sure, it, I'm sure. I, I have to, like, you made a comment at one point last night. I, I could, I was sitting probably about three quarters way back, so I didn't see the people that well. But I could tell, I could see the uh, color of their hair. And you pointed out the guy in front had some suspenders yeah, on. Yeah, but you know what's funny? They were laughing. I wish I could have seen their yeah, faces. Yeah, they were laughing. Especially his wife that was with him was laughing at everything. She was laughing at the R. Kelly stuff. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. It's just like when I'm old, I'm still going to have the same sense of humor. You know what I mean? So like, isn't that weird? It's unfair that do, I catch myself thinking that about you know like senior citizens, like oh they don't they're not it's gonna be everybody's gonna be offended because they're old. Well, probably they probably had the same sense of humor. 40 yeah, years ago. I mean I think yeah. I mean you could see that some people I'm sure were clearly. I'd say the only thing that did not work last night, which I noticed, was the joke I had about shooting at my office. Yeah, that was the only thing I noticed where almost nobody left. Everything else. Got to laugh. You know, some things were bigger than others, but that was the only thing I noticed. So I guess it's like, 
you guys like is that a big thing here like no guns and stuff because that was the only I mean look I talked about R. Kelly fucking kids you know I talked about a lot of stuff school shootings and the school shooting stuff they were with but Mm -hmm. like that joke about office shootings they were just not behind so that was the one weird thing to me I mean I could I can only think it's just because of there was just two shootings, you know, pretty major I guess that's mass true. shootings over the weekend. And I know, but at this point, it's like it happens so often. I know. Do you know what I mean? I, if I tried to not do those jokes, I would never do them. Right. And I. But also, that's it's something I was going to ask you. It's like talking about something that's a real issue. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're upset by that, that's exactly why I'm doing this joke because it is a real problem. Yeah. You know, and we're not doing anything about it. So I like the way you put that. Because people do say, uh, uh, everybody's got the one thing. I mean, you, you could do, you could sit here and do two hours of, of, course. The, of the raciest, most uh, edgy shit. But and somebody could be with you for that first hour and 59. Mm-hmm. And then that last minute, you hit their town or their thing. And they're like, you, not this, not of this course. topic, not this one. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I have jokes about 9-11. I have jokes about almost everything that's offensive. And that's just... <laughs> It's right. Something is always going to affect you. Uh-huh. You know, like it doesn't matter what it is. You could do a cancer joke. Somebody's always affected by cancer. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. anything, even jokes about race. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone's affected by that. There's you're going to. And it's almost worse because you're like, well, you're OK with making fun of everything else. But when it comes to your thing now, you're upset. There was a moment last night you had a joke. I don't remember. I, I don't remember it exactly. It was something that had to do with race. Okay. And I was laughing. Really I didn't even get that. I didn't even do a bunch of race stuff last night. There was something. And, it, I, and you, I was laughing really hard. I have to tell you this. And uh, I laugh. And I normally I'm just I was here by myself last night. Uh, okay. And normally I'm just, you know, if you're with somebody, you might look and, you know, do that connection where you're laughing at the same thing. Yeah. Well, that happened with me and a black guy across the aisle from me last night. Oh, black people are never offended where by jokes. Where we were jo- laughing at the exact same thing black just as hard n- as each other. It yeah. was so great. The people that are mostly offended by jokes are white people. It's white liberal people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime I've had problems with audience members, it's always white women. It's <laughs> insane to me. Yeah. But, like, Hispanic people, black people, they don't care. You know what I mean? It's just like white people being offended on behalf of other white people. And that drives me insane. Yeah. Or not white people being offended on behalf of everyone else, not on behalf of white people. But yeah, like getting offended by everything and you shouldn't say that. It's like, let other people decide. Like it's arrogant to take your somebody else's offense. Like, I don't know. I hate that. Yeah. No, I. I... And also this audience is mostly white. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a it's 98 percent white people in this show. Mm -hmm. So you're like, yeah, this can we'll see how liberal they are, because there's also a scale, I think, of being to the left. You know what I mean? Where like you're to the left, but get jokes and you're not like on a high horse about everything. And then there's people where you're like, I can't talk to you either. You can't talk to the right or the left, like the the ones that are like super to the, I guess, end or whatever. They probably shouldn't be in comedy clubs at all. No, it's weird because I have done some rooms that are leaning more to the right and they are a little bit more loose with jokes, except if you go after Trump. Okay, but they're okay with everything else. It's weird. It's so weird to do comedy right now. Do you do shows in the South at all? Mm, Not really. Yeah. Florida, Miami, but that's I don't really think that's the South. Yeah, no, Florida's Florida's Florida. Yeah, like Miami. Yeah, that's mostly mixed. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I've had people get upset at shows and, you know, get kicked out because they're talking or they're yeah. offended by something like that's that's not new to me. 
I, I'm uh, used to that. I saw the video that you posted. Oh yeah, with that and on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two weeks ago. Where so, did that happen in Montreal? No, no, that happened. That happened in New York. Oh, New York, did. New York Comedy Club. Oh, okay. Those two girls weren't even. Those two girls weren't even offended by jokes. They couldn't be offended because they were talking the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. They were talking so loud. What kind of night and show was it that night that they were just not paying attention? I don't know. I think it was an early show, maybe 7, 8 o'clock. But the audience, the rest of the audience was amazing. Yeah. Um, but they were just ruining it. And, and sometimes when people are talking, I'll just let them talk, especially if it's not too loud. But they were talking so much and so loud. It was, it was overwhelming and it's ruining the show for other people. And the funny thing about that girl is it's two white chicks from Ohio that now live in New York and they're getting kicked out. And she goes, this is racist. And it's like, how is that race? You're like ruining a white woman's show and you're getting kicked out. Yes. And that's racist. And you're like, <laughs> how? It just blew my mind. Um, but she was so drunk. You know, that's the other thing, too. They were young and drunk. And at one point she says, I didn't. I wasn't talking, and then at the end of it, she goes, well, I was trying to help you by talking. So, like... I was trying to help she's, you. Yeah, she's so drunk. Uh-huh. She doesn't... You know, they're kids. They're, like, 22 years old or yeah. something. But, you know, it is that, like, she couldn't just get kicked out. You know what I mean? She had to, like, talk about it, and she wants to try and get her money back, and she's just being obnoxious. We watched it here. Maybe uh, Brandon, one of the managers here that you've... Uh, I don't know if, if you talked to him about it all, because we watched it together so. here. Oh. And the reaction to the managers here are just like, oh, my God, this is, we see this Yeah, way he told too me often. that. Yeah. yeah, but that's how where it always com- is. Where, where the person completely, I wasn't talking. Well, I was talking. Like, they'll, they'll admit they were talking, and then the exact same statement say that they weren't talking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's so funny, because, like, that is a typical person in a comedy club that's yeah. getting kicked out. Absolutely. And, like, not even offended by jokes. That was the weird thing. She's just talking so loud. What was the other thing that she said? We're both actresses. Yeah, right. Actors should be helping each other out. And I'm like, I'm not an actress. Like, this is so crazy that you think we're doing the same thing. You're just like me. I'm just like you. It's also awesome in the video. I don't know if you could see it, but her friend. Is it outside the. Yes, her friend is giving me the finger. And I'm oh. like, yeah, you didn't see that. And I go, I don't care. Why would I care if you're giving me the finger? <laughs> it's funny because after she paid up, uh, my friend, I was by the bar and my friend goes, she's going to come over here and try and like talk to you. And I'm like, well, I'm going to shut that down because I'm, you know, I'm not going to deal with her anymore. Yeah. And sure enough, she did. And I was like, you need to get out of here. If you put one hand on me, it's going to be over for you. So just get out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like people don't know how to act in comedy clubs. You not know, always. it's. Yeah, I mean, not always. There are a lot of people that do, but there's just some people who are just out there. Te- you know, and if you're texting and not being loud, I don't even care. That's fine to me. Um, but, like, I was at a show one time with my friend Sarah that I do my podcast with, and front row center, the guy picks up a phone call during her set. And not like, hey, I'm in a show, I'll call you back. Like, oh, no, what time the babysitters are going to be there? Like, talking. Yeah. Or you're like, just no concept. Can't even. I know you're like even you're like my mind is so blown by yes. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those people. Did you have any idea that? Uh, um, I think it's kind of amazing the timing. Well, of course, like, we, we just talked about it. I guess a little bit that, the, like you said, the joke that didn't go over well. We just had two major shootings, and then you have R. Kelly jokes. Mm-hmm. He just got charged. Did you see this? He just got when charged today uh, in Minneapolis. Did he get charged in Minneapolis? For a two, I have the, I have the, I wrote down the, so let me look it up here. I wrote this down here. 
to have the I did not know that. I don't pay attention to what's really going on. Well, that's good. Now I can, that's yeah, you're going to tell you. This is, an, this is a headline from uh, August 5th, so just a few days ago, uh-huh. from People Magazine. Legit. This was on the front page of the local paper here. It's National wow. News. R. Kelly charged with two sex crimes after allegedly paying teen $200 to dance nude in Minneapolis in 2001. Wow, in 2001, how much was $200? Was that like 300 bucks? you think? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and I'm thinking about that. I'm like, this, I saw this on the news the other night. I was like... That seems like the least of his crimes, though. For sure. Just dancing nude. But also, eight, that's 18 years. That's like a baby is now an adult now. That's, that's how much time has passed. That's true, too. Yeah. That's Crazy. really weird. That's baby to adult. Yeah. That's so bizarre. I wonder all the other stuff that's going to come out, though. Oh, I mean, I... I didn't. This we talked about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago with somebody else. When Joe Zimmerman was here, this came up a little bit. Uh, I didn't watch the most recent R. Kelly Lifetime thing or whatever, yeah. but I did watch one a few years ago mm-hmm. when, about the things about him locking people up and slaves and everything. He, yeah, he has. He yet, he has not got the negative attention still that he deserves. Not no. even close. But did you see? Uh, did you see his interview with Gail? Yes. I mean, it's first of all hilarious to me uh-huh. the fact that he i think like what a great performance uh-huh. <laughs> when you watch it you're like this is so nuts where he's like which is which cameras oh my god what did he even say i forgot now because it's been a while and he's like what cameras on me what cameras on me it's so great while, while you're looking that up did i think wasn't it your twitter feed i saw a video and it's uh what is it? It's some sort of little animal reacting. Oh to my god! It. Can I first of all? I have to plug this because it's my fate. If I was in jail and they said what my last wishes were, I'd want to just watch this video. It is like one of those grumpy dogs. Yes. And he, they have his facial expression synced up to R. Kelly, like he's watching it, and it's amazing. It reminded me of one that. Uh two girls one cup thing was going around 10 years ago or so yeah and people were posting reaction videos on youtube you know you couldn't the actual real video was yeah, too yeah, graphic, yeah. But people were make, making up uh, reaction videos like with kermit the frog yes <laughs> here it is right here me watching r kelly's meltdown look at this dog's eyes <laughs> It's so great. It's my favorite thing. People have got to go to your uh, Twitter. Go, well, it's on thing. my Instagram. Go to my Instagram and the dog. Which dog is it? Because I always want to. It's Ernie's Journey. I mean, so funny. I wrote to this guy. I was like, this is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> yeah, his level of delusion is insane. Mm-hmm. I think, though, what probably makes it worse for him is Michael Jackson's dead because that also came out like a couple weeks later and Mm -hmm. even though he's had scandals around him I think if he was alive still it might have taken some heat off of R. Kelly but yeah now it's just like everyone's I mean it is crazy if you watch the documentary though like his own wife was like I need permission to leave the house yeah one thing he says though that's funny R. Kelly is um when he's talking about He's like, these girls say they couldn't leave, and then one day they just get up and buy shoes. And I'm like, it is weird that one, that some girl be like, I couldn't leave, and then one day she's like, I had, I had the, um, I don't know, like the moment in my head where I'm like, I should just leave, and she left. And you're like, I wonder how much of that is like people just saying that, or they felt like they couldn't leave. I don't know. It's just that was one thing where I'm like, it seems weird. None of these girls were like, I could not leave, unless it's just like. Mental, you know, where you think you can't leave. I don't know. I mean, those songs are powerful. 
They were great songs. <laughs> They're amazing songs. But yeah, I mean, what a nut job. Completely. I listened to some episodes of your podcast, and one of them. Oh man, you've done so much research. You. That, that's what I do. That's what you do. That's wow. I take this seriously. I see that. And uh, you talked about doing that some R. Kelly jokes. Mm-hmm. People. That's why I said Montreal. Is that where it happened? Where people are going? He's not yes. popular here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, okay, that's what, what, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, one show I did, and this guy in the front was like, he hasn't had a hit since like the '90s, and I'm like, what did he say? He goes, no, he only had one hit in the '90s, and I said, how many kids does he have to fuck before people know how many how famous he is in his music? I'm <laughs> like, he's fucked a lot of kids. <laughs> um, yeah, and also I think R. Kelly like should go to jail forever. Yeah. But I feel like in jail, he will write another amazing album. In jail, like he'll have so much time to really focus. We'd be doing him a favor somehow. We'd be doing ourselves a favor. (laughs) He hasn't had a hit in a while, that's for sure. That's true. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's, uh, since I brought it up here, let's talk about uh, your podcast. I've, like I said, I listened to probably four or five of them, even. Oh, wow. The one that, uh, the brand new one, Glory Hole. I listened to that one <laughs> on the drive over here. Nice. You have a lot more dick size talk on your podcast than we do on this one. Really? Yeah. But that's all right. Okay. There's a, <laughs> there's a place for that. There's a place for dick it, size. It sure. talked about. Sure. Definitely. I don't even remember what we talked about because I was going away and then she's going away. So we did like, Six podcasts in a week, so. Well, okay, explain to me, you're recording in a... We record in my car. For real? We record in my car for Always? real. Always? Always. So we have tried to do, like, meeting up in an office and stuff, but it's hard because she lives in Queens, I live in the Bronx, so we just kind of meet up around show times, like when we're doing spots, and then we'll just do it in the car. It's just easier. It makes the most sense. Um... One time we were, we did it during the day. We usually do them at night, but we did it during the day and we were parked in a bus lane and didn't know. But all of a sudden it just got really loud and everyone's honking and we're like, what the fuck's going on? Then this bus driver goes, you guys are in the bus lane. You're going to get a $200 ticket. I'm like, oh, (laughs) we did not know that. (laughs) So we're pretty oblivious too to what's going on. How, how did that start? What, doing it in the car? Yeah. I think it was just it was so, like, wait, I, let's do a podcast. Well, where are we going to do it? I don't know. I mean, we also for a while did a bunch of podcasts and lost them. Like it's been a, everything we do is like trial and error. Okay. So, you know, it's just hard too because at that time she had a day job. So it's like it really was hard for her to come to the Bronx or if I go there and it's just hard. So sure. The car seems to be the easiest thing. I love it. Especially if we, we're doing a Patreon now, so we have guests on. So it's just easier to go to their spot. They could do a half hour and leave. So, we, you know, just try and make it convenient for the comics that are doing it. Yeah. When I saw all the names on the Patreon episodes, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to hear this one. I hear yeah, this one. I mean, all those comics, you know, we're friends with all them. And they're super fun and nice. So, One of the things that uh, I heard you say on um, I hope it wasn't you and not Sarah, but no, I think it was on the podcast. You said something about, about and you might, you might've just been joking, but oh, I don't care because I'm going to ask you about it anyways. Uh-oh. You said that it's part of the Patreon. You would love to uh, <laughs> go, no, go to a meeting at a Scientology center. Yes. I definitely want to do that. So do I badly, but never go back. I just want to check it out and go. Are there Scientology places here? Yes. Let's go Saturday. <laughs> oh, I wish I could. Why? I'm crazy busy. I would love to because here's the thing. And let me tell you why. Uh, 
I even have more interest into it because the building that they took over yeah. was coincidentally the uh, Science Museum of Minnesota, like a place okay. I used to go to field trips when I was a kid. Like they had the dinosaurs and and now all that stuff has gone into a different building. And now this building I have like this childhood connection to is a Scientology Center. How did they get it? Do they just pay it, pay for it? Yeah, and I've never seen. It's a really nice uh, building downtown St. Paul. I've never seen anybody walk in and out of it. I wouldn't go by myself. I feel like I would get captured and couldn't leave. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I I would go, but not alone. Like no. if a comic wanted to come with me on this weekend, I would do it. Yeah. I got to see if someone will come. No, I I, I do. Want, I, oh, I wish I could. I really would. Yeah, I'm I'm amazed by that. Like, just you ever watch any of the um, documentaries, like Leah Rom- of course. Romini and I've stuff? Ever, yeah, in, uh, just about everyone that's available. I've read I read her book. I've read another book. I mean, I guess R. Kelly's kind of like the same thing, you know, where yeah. you like abuse people and make them think they have no choice and mm-hmm. keep them, in, you know. I guess it's like that same thing. What's it called Stockholm syndrome? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. guess that's what it kind of mm-hmm. is. You feel like you can't leave. Mm-hmm. You get some weird connection to your person that's held you captive. Yeah, and then it is kind of, I don't know what it was this from a while ago, like when John Travolta and Tom Cruise, like, I forget what it's called when you're telling them your secrets and they're writing everything mm-hmm. down. <laughs> that seems like such a great, I mean, it's brilliant to keep these people in line. in line, but also forever have to give you money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they own you and have you on tape saying probably awful stuff, mm-hmm. which is nuts. Yeah. Damn. There's just there's the headlines about Tom Cruise and do you see this in the last two weeks? Surrey Probably not. May not be my daughter. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I don't know. Uh, Brad Brad Pitt was supposedly detoxed back in the early 2000s at a detox of what? Like at all a his Scientology center and almost died. They're saying. Really? Yeah. That was a story I just saw. As a matter of fact. Wow. Right before I came here. I detox was... like he was doing drugs and alcohol, or detox like. They held him captive and beat him down emotionally and Jeez. mentally. Well, now I know I might not be able to find it. We'll have to go back. Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can find Oh, yep, here we go. Uh, close call. Brad Pitt narrowly escaped death after undergoing Scientology drug detox. Jesus. This is from Radar Online, so you know it's real. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If I was going to detox, I would not go there. That would not be the place I'd want to detox. Do you know what they do? No, okay. for a detox? Yeah. No, do you know? Mm, yeah, oh, I, I want to hear. The, yeah. Uh, this is explained to, uh, this story is from Sam Domingo. Okay. You know who that is, right? Sure. Pla- Placido Domingo, the opera singer's daughter, apparently. I okay. No, no, I have no idea who that no. is. <laughs> right. Uh, Domingo claimed she was a member of the church for a total of 22 years before officially breaking free in 2004. In the early 90s, she recalled Pitt's terrifying involvement in what church members called the sweat box. Ooh. He was recruited in the 90s during the time he and Juliet Lewis did a movie together. Uh, he explained that the program is where they basically load you up with vitamins and you sit in a sauna and sweat for five hours a day. That sounds terrible. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, I don't know if that's... A, how are you supposed to detox? I don't think it sounds like that. Yeah, she said at least four kids have died on these programs. <laughs> he was Jesus. in the sweat box. Yeah, sweat box. Sweat box. I'm not interested. That's hilarious. <laughs> you have air conditioning in your car that you broadcast in. You don't have to do it. That's not the sweat box, right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, we would not be able to do that. I saw that you're going on a uh, more research in Practical Jokers cruise. Yeah. Have you ever been on a cruise? No, I've never been on a cruise. 
First of all, I thought it was going to be like 100 people, and then somebody told me it's like thousands of people. Like they fill a ship yes. with their fans. I thought it was going to be a tiny ship. <laughs> a <laughs> like, like, you know, 100 people, very small. And they were like, no, it's like thousands of people. Yeah. They're like, oh. Yeah, I've never been on a cruise. That'll be interesting. Um, I guess my concern is being able to like get away from audience. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's my least favorite part of comedy. Not because I think people are mean or anything. I just, I don't like positive criticism or negative criticism. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's some comics after show that are like, I'm going to go hang outside so everyone can tell me I did great. And I'm like, I'm going to wait till everyone leaves and then I can go home. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wonder, uh, everyone that does the cruise said it's amazing. It's so fun. The fans are like super fans. They're right. there to have a good time. There are also kids that I think are allowed to go with their parents. Wait, what? Yeah, I think so. I, I looked it up. Because I was curious if there was an age limit. I think if you're with a parent, you can be a child. Can you put together a set for the kids, please? Um, I'll try. <laughs> you know how much kids love school shooting jokes. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to do this from your perspective. Yeah, you tell me what this is lacking. <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh I saw on your uh, I'm looking at it right here on your uh post about the cruise. Yeah. You did even did hashtag uh Joey Fatone. Are you excited to meet Joey Fatone? Uh no, I don't care. <laughs> I don't what's he going to do on the boat? I, I, uh, can he sing the songs without the rest of them? I Good question. Yeah, I mean, if I was him, I would not want to go on that boat. I guess maybe for him, it's like a way for him to feel kind of relevant still. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Hamilton is part of that. He's a, been on this podcast many times. Oh, Ryan Hamilton's great. So funny. He's fantastic. He will be able to entertain the kids. True. Yeah, he has a clean act, and he's super funny. At my house, we <laughs> we have a dishwasher, and to mark whether the dishwashers are clean or dirty. I've mm-hmm. never said this on the podcast, but this time fits in perfectly right what? now. We have a pi- I have a picture of Ryan Hamilton mm-hmm. on one side of a piece of paper and a picture of Nick DiPaolo on the other. That's hilarious. And that's what marks whether the dishes are clean or dirty. And that's so interesting. <laughs> did you hear about, uh, you probably did, DiPaolo getting punched at one of his shows? Yes. I wasn't there, but I just know he got punched by one of, by somebody at one of his shows. Uh-huh. Are you surprised? <laughs> He's been on this podcast. I am surprised because I think even if you don't like somebody, you should never hit them. Do you know I mean if you don't like somebody? I don't know what happened if he went after her directly or not, mm-hmm. but I still think you shouldn't lay your hands on someone. Mm, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. There are so other like, ways to take care of that. Of course. I mean, also, if you don't like what he's doing comedy-wise, just leave. Just leave. You know, I say... Look someone up beforehand so you kind of know what they do. If you're not into it, don't go. And if you go and you don't like it, just leave. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like people that are like, I'm offended by this and I need all of you to also be offended by this. It's like, no, just leave. These people are into it. But like hitting somebody, that's never cool. Especially, it is weird as a woman hitting a man because you know he can't hit you back. Better not. <laughs> I know, but it's messed up because you're like, well, I'm making somebody super angry, but they can't hit me back because I'm a woman. Right. And you're like, well, you also shouldn't be hitting him, though. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Hitting's bad. No hitting. Yeah. I mean, that's what you would think. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. 
I mean, also, too, he's, you know, offensive also. So if you're going to a show and you don't know that, like, you're an idiot, too. Uh, along those lines, I saw that you opened for uh, Ari Shafir sometimes. Yeah. How are those crowds and shows? Amazing. Like, must be perfect for you, Amazing. right? Amazing. People are not offended by everything. Um, yeah, they're great. Like, that is, that is probably a crowd that I could have one day or, you know, get some. Like, I've gotten fans from it. So, uh, yeah. I've, yeah. Oh, I've. Totally they're see that. they're great. Like his audience is great. When and I th- saw that you that that has happened, I'm like, oh, what a yeah. This is a no brainer. This combo is a no brainer. Yeah, me and Ari are pretty good friends. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, he's very funny. Pat Oswald, you've opened for too. Yeah, I opened for him uh, a couple times in April, and like I thought maybe his audience would not be into me, but they're su- they're like comedy fans, just like comedy, you mm-hmm. know? I don't think in there they're like, well, this is dark or this is that. You know, they just, if it's funny, they they were into it. Plus, it's nice to, you know, it, plus if you're familiar with only one, you know, thing, it's nice to see something different, you know? Sure, and or... they're just comedy fans. People who like comedy like different types of comedy. For sure, for sure. Um, what time is it here? I We need, bef- before we uh, are done, we have got to talk about, those the trolling that you do and you oh, read man. some on stage last night and i looked through your instagram and read so tons many of, them. of them i know your trolling on dating apps is the fucking funniest i know i gotta start doing it again it's so it's much so wor- good it's so much work but it is good um holy crap i convinced i mean i think what turned me off about it is just how dudes will just yes and just i mean like the craziest stuff um I'm a f- I'm a father. I have two daughters. Okay. It, yeah. How old are they? Thirteen and eleven. They're about still young. To, yeah. But about to like probably be dating. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. What do you even tell them? Because like they've see- like so this is the thing too. I mean, I went to Catholic school, and I also, I don't know. Me and none of my friends, we weren't having sex and stuff early. Do you know what I mean? But now everything is on the internet. You can see everything. I just feel like kids grow up so much earlier. And that's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see a live dick till I was, like, 18. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I had boyfriends and stuff, but it was just, like, I don't know. I guess because it wasn't all out there like oh, that. Oh, so I can't, even, I can't even imagine having to. Yeah, there was a, it's so crazy. There was a, a school that I used to live by, I used to let my dog run around in. And the priest said that kids, this is elementary school, were wearing color bands to let you know what level they'll get to with you. Oh, like, you know, maybe purple is hand job or whatever their system was. But I'm like, that's so crazy. Yeah. No, they just put it on their status on Insta. On Instagram? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What do you tell your kids? I mean, I, Cause that, I don't, it hasn't, we haven't had talks about that stuff yet because they're no, cause nobody's dating yet. So Yeah. Um, 13 and 11 is young. But yeah. I don't think you can really tell kids, like, don't have sex till marriage. It's so unrealistic. Right. You know, like, I think you just got to be honest with them, you know, mm-hmm. and like, if you're going to have sex, do you know, these are the things you should look for. And, you know, don't be alone with people. Here's it's the thing. so like, crazy. I'm, I think I, I like I'm a good guy, but I'm also am a guy. And I, there were t- I, there was a time where I like I don't know if I was sleazy as some of the guy- things I read on your uh, Insta, yeah. but seriously like of course it's your one trap all you want to do is get laid of course and you will fucking put up with almost anything i'm sure i convinced a black dude on i convinced a black dude on tinder that i was a strong black woman 
Uh-huh. A picture, and the picture of the girl I'm using is like blonde. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, there's no way he doesn't know I'm not black. Yeah. And he's like, you would be the first African-American woman I've hooked up with, which is nuts. Like, that's so crazy. The things you can say and people are still in. So, like, my whole thing was trying to get them to tap out. And there was one dude, no matter what I did, would not tap out. Like, I had to delete him because I was like, he make, and I had my real picture on there at that time. I was like, he could just Google me. But, like, the craziest stuff. I mean... Stuff where I was like my mind, I was like, my mind was blown by it. I'm I'm looking at some of some of them right here. Uh, this this one was one of my favorites. It starts off with uh, he must have said something to you. He must have asked you how much does a polar bear weigh. Oh yeah, dumb. Uh, yeah, I remember that one. I didn't see this one coming, which I should have. You probably did. How much is away? I don't know. And then he says enough to break the ice. Oh, boy. Jeez. Uh, I don't even remember how that one ended. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then uh, then you reply, wow, did you think of that yourself? That's a great opening line. Uh, and then he says, not sure if you're being sarcastic or not. Uh, what are you doing tonight? You want to come over and smoke a joint? No, I'm not being sarcastic. You're the funniest guy on here. <laughs> I'd love to smoke a joint. Unfortunately, I'm on house arrest and cannot leave for a few more weeks. Could you come to my place? Immediately, he's like, yeah, what's your address? Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> would you mind doing? And then, oh, look, is this the guy I asked to do shopping? Would for you me? mind to do a little food shopping for me before you come <laughs> I remember, over? And I remember he says, that one. "Like what?" And then you fucking lay on the full barbecue for Mother's Day. Yeah, <laughs> bananas, two pounds of meat, black olives, paper towels, lemons, chicken <laughs> breast. It goes on and on. Kitty litter, any kind. And then he that. replies, "Give me money, and I will." Not paying for it out of my park pocket. I know, but like he would go do that. Isn't yes. that nuts? Yes, it's yes. so crazy. To to possibly get laid from a, a woman he's never met in person that is is on house arrest. He doesn't even ask me why I'm on on house arrest. Who cares? Yeah, who gives a shit? Who cares? Yep, you still have a working vagina. Uh huh. Who cares? That's just I I. I, I tell I, one guy that I was, um, that I wrote all of R. Kelly's music. Yeah. And uh, that I was suing him because he didn't like pay me. And then I said, R. Kelly actually, uh, from that song, I believe I could fly. I said he went to the top of his roof and tried to fly and fell. And the guy was like, "That's so crazy." I mean, but <laughs> come on, you think I'm writing all of R. Kelly's songs, and then he's going to the top of a house trying to fly? I'm talking to the chick who's writing songs for R. Kelly. <laughs> I guess that's how that happens. I wonder how many people have done stuff like that where they're like, "I can't believe this." What a small world. Yeah. Hi. Insert charming banter here. I'm Bryce. Hi, Bryce. Not sure if you read my profile. I'm not looking to date anyone with kids. Would you be willing to give them up? And he says, no, sorry, I can't do that. But I assure you, uh, she's paper trained and everything, and it makes a difference. And then you say, that's good that she's paper trained. Would you consider putting her in a crate when I come over? (laughs) (laughs) There was one guy where I was talking to him, and I said, uh... I don't know where it is right now. And we were like, he's like, oh, I think you're attractive or whatever. I said, me, you know. And then I said, hey, who's the other guy in the photo? Um, I want to know. He goes, that's my friend. I go, oh, I'm actually really attracted to him. Do you think you could talk to him for me? And he goes, fuck you. I saw that one. <laughs> it ends with fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. And you're like, I guess that's a no. <laughs> so crazy. Have you gotten suspended or kicked off any of these yeah. apps? I got what, kicked- what happens? Why? why how? Um... So I've got, I think I got kicked off Bumble and then I went on to Tinder and I got kicked off Tinder. There was one guy when I was in Ohio, I remember this, 
he f- and I actually talked to him again under another person's name, but he thought I said something about like needing a place to store drugs, and he thought I was a cop, so he reported me, and I, yeah, he thought I was a cop. He was like, "You're fucking. This is entrapment." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah. And then he must have reported me. And then, uh, but I had friends who were like married, and they're like, "Use my account. I don't care. It's not their picture." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy world we live in. I love that so much. I love it so much. Uh, there's one more thing uh, that I want to talk to you about before. Oh my god, this feels like I'm getting. I'm talking to the principal. Everything you say, I'm like, what is he gonna bring up? Adrian, this is your life. Oh, geez. Do you remember this voice? Uh, no, I have one more thing. This is some, something I like to do where I, uh, I'll look up news stories from someone's hometown. So okay. For you, I did, of course, the Bronx, right? And since you don't listen, since you don't pay attention nope. to new news stories, you probably haven't heard about this one. But if you were home right now, you still live in the Bronx? Yep. yep. I still would not know about it. <laughs> How close to the zoo? I'm not that close to the zoo. Okay. Well, then maybe you're safe. Uh, a venomous, tree-climbing, three-foot mangrove snake is on the loose after it escaped its enclosure at the Bronx Zoo Tuesday night. Jeez. <laughs> uh, officials there have kept the area open with uh, just one little sign downplaying the danger. Dear visitors, a three-and-a-half-foot-long mangrove is missing from its exhibit in Jungle World. They are mildly ven- venomous, but not dangerous to people. How would you feel if you were back home and this news was on? Do you fear the mangrove snake? Um, no, I'm not anywhere near that. Okay. I fear more someone finding it and then doing something with it. True, like, true. Yeah, that's. I didn't even hear about that. Queensman Engelbert Balboa. Wow, that's a name. Queensman Engelbert Balboa, 33, was terrified when he heard the news. Isn't I'm scared. That weird Balboa is also a snake, right? Isn't it? No, I don't know. Weird. Is it? Well, no, Boa. Boa, Boa okay, yeah. yeah. But we could tie it into Rocky Balboa. There we you were talking go. About earlier, there you go. Uh, he says, "I'm scared. It could bite you. It could harm you. I wouldn't go. Uh, I wouldn't go in there if I knew." Uh, but but wait, I was going to get to. Where did it go? The zoo is. Uh, this is what I want to tell you about. The zoo's been hot water this year over the treatment of its female elephant, Happy. Have you heard this? No, but I'm upset already. Yes. More than uh. Okay, let me go backtrack here. This is not the first time the Bronx Zoo has lost a snake. A deadly Egyptian cobra escaped in 2011 and wasn't found for a week. Do you remember that at all? No. No. Uh, then, and then here's what I was just saying. The zoo has already been in hot water this year over the treatment of its female elephant, Happy, who has lived alone in the Bronx Zoo for 13 years. More than 100 pro- protest- bleh, protesters showed up at the zoo in June demanding that Happy be sent uh, to an animal sanctuary where she can live, coincidentally, happily with other elephants. I mean, that makes me mad. That this poor elephant is trapped there. Yeah. Are they going to let her go? I don't know. See, that's why I don't like reading news. I don't want to have extra stuff to be upset about. I don't I'm care sorry. about the snakes, but I feel bad for this poor elephant. It's sad. Happy. I know. It's, she's what not if they, happy. But they gave it a name, Happy. Yeah, that's not how it works. No, it's not how it works. Poor elephant. Now i got to follow Happy and her story. I didn't mean to give you another thing to worry about. Oh, that's Okay. <laughs> Uh, we, we, let's see. Is there anything else we did when you did Letterman, mm-hmm. which you did Letterman? Yeah, I saw that Howard Stern was on that same show. Did you get to cross? I didn't. Paths? No, I didn't. Was it one of those where they recorded early and? No, we recorded and like he went on and then he had to leave and I went on. So oh. it wasn't like hours apart, but yeah, I didn't get to meet him. Okay, 
Um, everyone asks that. I'm like, he seems like he'd be okay. Like, it's so weird to me. Famous people don't really do anything for me. Um, I don't know. You think that's because you grew up in New York? No, because I don't think I've seen a lot of famous people. Um, I just think, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I guess everyone has like a couple of famous people they'd like to meet. Have but you ever been starstruck? I don't know. Not while I'm doing comedy. Yeah. I guess when I was in the uh, cellar, like John Mayer was there and like I, I met him. And that was cool. But like I wasn't like, ooh, can I take a picture with you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Venus Williams was at the cellar. And we seen her outside, me and my boyfriend, and he asked her for, like, a photo, and she said no. <laughs> well, she was just like, I'm, you know, on my personal time or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I made a joke about him, like, going home and watching her get beat by that 15-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, that didn't, I, I, seeing her was cool, but, like, I didn't care. Yeah. I was, uh, I worked... It was, uh, remember Evander Holyfield, the boxer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was at an event at the Metrodome in Minneapolis here. It was like a Twins game. Actually, it was the World Series back years ago. And I was, I worked there at the time. I was leaving. He was leaving. He was right in front of me. And a guy, and there was another guy in between us. And he was like, hey, champ, can I get an autograph? And he turned around and was like, yeah. And the guy, uh. And he just starts signing something for a guy or just he's grabbing a pen from the guy. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like opening up my bag like, hey, can I get one, too? He turns around and looks at me and goes, nope. Gave the guy's pen back and walked away. Wow. I was like, I just fucking blew it for me. This guy, like, I'm not getting one. Neither is this. Oh, oh wait, he didn't sign it for that guy. Yeah, and he... he stopped. He was like, forget it. Nobody. <gasps> yeah, that sucks. I know. But that's not your fault. You just thought you were going to get an autograph, too. I feel like if I met Oprah, I would be like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> But other than that, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Oprah, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. I still don't know if I'd ask her for a picture, though. Yeah. You'd, you'd regret not doing that. You think so? Yes. I don't know. For what? So people could see it? Who cares? Profile pic on uh, <laughs> Tinder. Yeah, I guess that's true. I could put a profile pic on there. <laughs> Who knows what that, what that would lead to? No, that's true. I could say that she's my aunt. Yeah. <laughs> I never be like, that's so cool. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. I ho- really hope people continue to come out and see your shows here this week. This yeah. is, we post this today. Oh, awesome. So, Where do you post it? On the Acme website? Uh, uh, everywhere people find podcasts. I don't know. Sarah does all that stuff. <laughs> listen to Vag if you guys want to listen to a podcast. That's my podcast. I do it, Sarah, who's very funny also. It is. It's. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks for and listening. You have, and you have a good, uh, very catchy theme song at the beginning. So she uh, she asked somebody to do it for us, and they came up with that. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. It was really nice of them. I forget who did it. And I don't know. <laughs> well, I was singing it to myself earlier. Today. It gets stuck in your head. Yeah. Because even if I listen to it, I get stuck in my head. Yeah. Listen to that. I know. Listen so to that. crazy. <laughs> well, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Thank you, Adrian. <laughs>